Entrepreneur on Fire 717. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. When you have thousands of designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services free. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Darwin Carlisle. Darwin, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Darwin is the director and CEO of First Class Reels, a video production service that specializes in showcasing talents and skills. By using his creativity and expertise as an independent film director, Darwin writes, films, and edits reels for actors, performing artists, small businesses, and entrepreneurs. Darwin, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally and your biz. Okay, so yeah, I am a freelance director, videographer, and I've been doing this. I've been out in LA for about seven years now, just a little under. And I eventually started to notice that uh, a lot of my work happened to feature a lot of different people, a lot of different uh, individuals demonstrating different kinds of talents, lots of different kind of dance and acting. And I recognized that it was something that I could maybe turn into a business. So First Class Reels is something that, where I do just that. I basically um, – I make any kind of promotional video for an individual who has talents. And this is mostly actors and dancers, um, but it can be anyone. It can be singers. I've worked with magicians. I've worked with uh, lots of different kinds of musicians. Um, And I'm really just kind of like open to any kind of uh, like different story that anybody brings me as like a new way of me being able to kind of like showcase what it is that they do. I find it fascinating the path that you've chosen, Darwin, and I'm really looking forward to diving into you, your journey, how you got there, and the mistakes you made along the way, the little aha moments that you've had that you've turned into big success. But before we dive into any or all of that, Darwin, we always start with a success quote. So share a success quote with us with Fire Nation and then how you actually apply it to your life. Okay, so it's just like a little creed that I live by. Um, I think it's really important to make each project the best thing that you have ever made. Um, I, I think there's so much of a of a like self inhibiting, just mental game that a lot of us filmmakers and a lot of artists get themselves into. Where if you don't have all the resources that you have, or you're not happy with the way things are turning out, it's very easy to kind of self edit and, and lower your expectations. And I think that that's not a very constructive way of looking at it. For me, I try and take every you know bit of resource that I have and say, what can I actually do to make this like the best thing that I have ever made? Yeah. No, I think it's a great mantra to live by. And you know, with Fire Nation, what I love about our listeners, Darwin, is that they are people that are listening to this podcast right now who are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs. They're all looking yes. to do that thing that fires them up, that can allow them to live a life of freedom and passion and excitement and inspiration. 
And Fire Nation, when you choose that path, you know, why wouldn't you want to live by this mantra that Darwin creates? Like, why wouldn't you want to create the best thing in that moment in time, especially because it inspires you so much and you know the impact that it could have literally to people around the world. So Darwin, love that mantra. Love how we've started off this entire interview. And let's kind of just keep this momentum going right now as we start talking about you in your journey, because it is a fascinating one. And we're about to find out exactly how fascinating with a failure story, with an aha moment, with what you're currently fired up with right now. But in that order, Darwin, because you know that we we all have failures. We all fall flat in our face. So Darwin, take us to a moment in time when you did just that. Tell us that story, Darwin, and the lessons you learned. Uh, I have a lot of stories like that, but <laughs> I decided I was going to just restrict myself to first-class reels. Um, well, I would say that the short answer is that there was one client that I had that didn't uh, wasn't happy with their product at the end of the service, um, and it was uh, you know it was just for me I, I considered it to be a failure. Um, and the client wasn't actually unhappy with me; they were unhappy with their own performance. And I've always been the kind of person again make everything the greatest project that you can make, and that means very much make the performance good. Um, I, I really think that there's a, a, a lot of different ways you can unlock talent just by showing it differently. Um, and I really do believe that I can look at somebody and say, okay, here's how I can show you and present you where your strengths and your skills come across in the right way. But there was one project where they you know, went and showed it around to their friends and they were like, you know, I, I'm not sure that I'm cut out for this. And that was a real disappointment to me. And it was a real, you know, what I considered a failure because I felt like I had let this person down. You know, they had paid me to make this real for them. And I, you know, I went in and I tried my best and it, it didn't end up actually helping them. Um, you know, and I guess it sort of taught me the limitations of what you can do as the director in, you know, like in, in sort of sh- showcasing a performance when the performance isn't where the client themselves want it, wants it to be. There's only so much magic you can throw into that by like with, you know, that doesn't end up just sort of obscuring what's obvious. So I want to kind of drill into one phrase that you just shared Darwin, and that is Mm -hmm. unlock talent by showing it differently. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that that's just really powerful for entrepreneurs to grab onto because there's more than one ways to skin a cat. There's, pivoting, there's adjusting, there's getting feedback from your audience, from your listeners, from your viewers, and driving forward in different directions. Tell us a quick story maybe about a time that you were able to unlock talent that wasn't there, that wasn't really obvious at the forefront by doing something differently. I have definitely been able to unlock people who don't think that they can perform very well. It's a very common thing. In fact, there are a lot of people who are very good at public speaking who are not so good in front of the camera. And one of the things I've learned is just to really put your trust in these people. You really have to believe that a lot of times when, uh, when an actor starts to feel uncomfortable, it's not because, you know, it's, it's, it's a temptation in the entertainment industry to blame the actor or to blame whoever is like freaking out. And I really resist that because I'm very much the kind of person that says, I want to listen to you and I want to make sure that you feel comfortable. And I try as much as I can to um, deflect their negative feelings out into the world and away from themselves. And I definitely remember for a short film that I made, there was one person who actually left set because he was extremely um, nervous 
And eventually when I brought him back, I was just like, look, you know, uh, here, uh, drink a little alcohol, uh, <laughs> you know, and that'll help you out. And I, you know, it, it ended up working. There's a lot that I know that our listeners can take from this. I mean, there's a lot of powerful things that you're sharing, you know, throughout these stories, throughout these journeys that you are on as well, you know, as the journeys you're taking your clients on. But what would be the one thing that you want Fire Nation, our listeners, to really take from these experiences in your life and and apply to our entrepreneurial journeys? Well, I think that entrepreneurs are very similar to what I do. Um, I I mean, mean, like uh, uh, who, who are not in the videography business. I think that the best thing to take away is just to recognize that everybody's different. Everybody has their own talents. And if you listen to people, you really can unlock a much more friendly person. It's all in the way that you communicate with them. It's all in the way that you listen to them. And if you can genuinely place your trust in them, I think it opens up worlds of great performances. So what I want to do now is do a shift, Darwin, and you told us you know, a story of a time that you didn't necessarily hit it out of the park, that you weren't really happy with your work, and you were really disappointed by the result of what happened for any number of outside influences and, and inside reasons as well. And now let's go to the other end of the spectrum, and let's talk about an aha moment, a light bulb that you've had go off at some point in your journey, Darwin, as an entrepreneur, and really take us to that moment in time, Darwin. Don't be vague. Don't be aerial. Like, really have us be there with you during that aha moment. And then walk us through the steps that you took, Darwin, to turn that moment into success. Okay. I actually have a good one for this. I once had a, a child actor reel where I, uh, I had a young girl who I was communicating with her and her father, and she was about eight years old. And I had written three scenes for her. The, the standard you know, thing that I do for clients is, is I, I produce three scenes for them, about one minute each. And I had a last-minute request from the client to switch one of the scenes to uh, a singing uh, scene where she <laughs> could show off her, her voice talents. And, you know, again, that kicked into my head. I'm like, how can I make her, you know, a video that I think is like the greatest thing that I've ever made in such a short amount of time? So I went and I did a lot of research and I found uh, a Swedish Lutfisk festival that was happening in downtown Los Angeles um, that was not – it didn't seem like it was on anybody's radar. And I – called the, 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 the event curators up and I was like, do you mind if I had like a young girl come and sing a pop song at you while you're having your event? And they were like, um, I mean, you know, very much not on their radar to have right. something like this. And they were like, sure. So, I mean, I thought I was crazy, but I called the father up and I was like, look, I mean, we could try this. And he was like, that is awesome. So the next day we show up, uh, there's like literally hundreds of, you know, people dressed up in traditional folk fest garb and a lot of, you know, like dancing, uh, you know, like kind of like uh, contra dancing, that kind of a thing. Um, and we had our you know, young Katana uh, walked up onto the stage and sang a pop song at them and they were kind of uh, dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it turned out really good. I was really happy. I was just, you know, I was like, ah, yes, this, this is exactly the moment that I needed. So Darwin, one thing that I'm kind of pulling out of this personally, and then I've seen this kind of be a theme over the last few weeks of Entrepreneur on Fire is the importance of thinking outside the box, of not just always looking at what's been done or what's currently being done in the industry, in the niche, whatever field that you're in, but you know, taking a step, stepping outside and saying, okay, 
how can I accomplish what I want to accomplish in a powerful way, not necessarily staying in the groove that so many people just kind of stay in. They kind of just are stuck in this groove type of a journey. And you were able to do that and, you know, really think outside the box and blow away the father and, you know, have a really interesting and at the end successful experience, you know, that you really manufactured yourself. You know, that's kind of, again, something that I'm taking out of this aha moment, the story that you're sharing with us that I want to make sure Fire Nation is picking up on. But what do you want us to really walk away with? If there could just be one mantra, one idea, one thing that we implement into our journeys, into our lives as entrepreneurs, what would that be? I would say that you really, really, all of us, we have an inner voice that is more intelligent than you think it is. And if you can listen to it, and if you can say, do I really think this is good? Not do I think somebody else, because as entrepreneurs, so much of our world is trying to guess at what other people are going to think. And that's the avenue that we take. But there really is sometimes that we can actually just look inside and say, do I think this is the right path? And if you can if you can answer it at, with an honesty, a lot of times you will illuminate the way out of your problem way better than trying to guess at what anybody else would think about it. And I think what it is is universality. I think a lot of us share that inner voice and share the same set of like opinions and or just like reactions to a lot of different kinds of artistic and real world problems. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. And I love how you said, do I think this is the right path? Because in the end, Fire Nation, it needs to resonate with you. You need to know that authentically, this is the right path for you. Because yeah, it might be the path of success if you go off on a different direction. But if you deep down don't think it's the right path for you as an entrepreneur, then do you really even want success that's waiting for you at the end of that path? And for me, Darwin, I'd love to kind of talk to you about this because you come from a different niche and you know, a different field than a decent amount of the guests that we typically have on Entrepreneur on Fire. And we are really big on masterminds and having the right mentors, you know, like-minded entrepreneurs and people in your field that are really doing these type of things, having you think outside of the box, making sure that you're challenging yourself, that you are in fact on the right path. What is your mindset about masterminds and, and mentors? Do you, do you really seek those out or is that something that you don't really focus on? I think that my strongest attribute in many ways is my ability to get feedback from other people. I live in a house with a lot of roommates. I, you know, I still keep in contact with a lot of my old Emerson alumni. And I often bring them in. I say, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Being able to decipher what other people think and get honest feedback from people who will be straight with you is essential in my view, you know, especially if you can, you know, still stay true to your principles within and not get swayed by every little criticism that people make. So Darwin, that moment that you shared with us that really just blew the father out of the water and he was just so impressed that you had gone to that level, gone to that length to make his daughter's production a success. That was obviously a very proud moment of yours. Mm -hmm. But if you could drill it down and tell Fire Nation the moment in time that you would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moments, what would that be? 
Oh, easily. The time that I had a client fly me to New York to produce her acting reel. Um, that was, for me, just a real statement of legitimacy, um, you know, that I wasn't just getting a few clients that were, you know, drops in the bucket, but I actually had resonated with, with somebody to the extent that they were going to trust me enough to spend, you know, a little bit of extra money and actually put me on a plane, you know, off to, you know, Manhattan where we produced a reel for a week. Um, I, for me, it was just a real, um, powerful sense of, I think that I've actually, you know, stumbled onto something here. No, when people are literally willing to put their money where their mouth is and invest in somebody like yourself and, and whatever that product or service might be, I mean, that is just such a, you know, a validifier that what you are doing is something special that, you know, you are creating something of such incredible value that people not only are seeking you out, but going above and beyond paying extra to make sure that it happens by you from you. So fire nation, you know, that's why when Darwin talks about, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, be the best at it, put your heart and soul into it. These are the reasons why. And let's talk for a second, Darwin, about this entrepreneurial journey in and of itself, because ma'am, you know it, I know it, our listeners know that this is a roller coaster, baby, and it's sometimes tough to handle the highest of highs that are immediately followed by the lowest of lows. Yes. How do you, Darwin, keep some semblance of a balance? I think it's difficult. I, you know, having a strong community and support group of friends who can, you know, uh, family, uh, you know, my family has been very supportive, very, you know, like very much just like providing me with, you know, just the kind of like, you know, urging on, you can do it, you know. I think it's important to get a lot of that. Um, but I think it's also important to, you know, follow just like a rigorous path of, you know, like I'm, I'm very into mindfulness. I, I, I meditate. I do yoga. I try to get exercise. You know, a lot of times when we're in these straits of, you know, like lows, it can seem like there are all these tangible things that are just never going to work out. But a lot of times it's just like a biological sense of, you know, like, oh, you haven't exercised today or you need to just, you know, like go to sleep. And, you know, like, like a lot of times you can control your mood a little bit better and then think a lot clearer about the problems that face you. Love it. And Darwin, let's bring things to present times and let's talk about you today. You have a lot of cool things going on, but share with us, Fire Nation, the one thing that has you most fired up right now. Well, what I'm really excited about is um, collaboration. Uh, since I've been doing this, it's just been me. I've actually been meeting with a couple of people who are interested in collaborating with me in terms of marketing, PR. Um, things that, uh, you know, like aren't necessarily my strong suits as much. I'm, you know, like I'm very much like a filmmaker and I'm pretty good at reaching out to people, but I do get shy sometimes and bringing people in who that's their skill set and that's their talent who are actually willing to take a chance on me has been really, really productive for me because it's just made me again, like I, you see people who are willing to actually put, to, put in the work that they actually believe in what I'm doing. And that's what I love, Fire Nation, about the opportunities that we have today. You can go out there and find your people. You can find your tribe. And if you're having a hard time finding that because of where you live and you don't want to necessarily do it virtually, you can be the person that starts and leads that tribe. There's amazing resources out there, you know, endless Facebook and LinkedIn groups that are so powerful for finding those virtual communities. And then there's meetup.com that allows you to actually set and have these great meetups or join ones that are already in process. So 
the opportunities are out there. It's just a matter of you getting off your butt and finding and taking action and being part of communities that will help you along your journey. And Oh, absolutely. Darwin, we're about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Maybe you're worried about a budget. Either way, 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, tell them about the design that you need, and pick a price that works for you. Then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no limit to what you can get designed. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new banner ad or landing page? Project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Did you know that 74% of consumers will wait just three seconds for the page to load on their mobile device before abandoning the site? 74%. This means it's more important now than ever to make sure your site is mobile friendly. Lucky for us, every one of the 20 highly customizable templates that Squarespace has to offer on their all-in-one platform automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your site. Make it easy for your mobile customers to consume your content, and you better believe they'll be coming back for more. With a mobile-friendly site, your content will look great on every device, every time. So what are you waiting for? Squarespace makes it easy and fast for you to create your own professional website, and they even offer customer service around the clock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. That's squarespace.com, offer code FIRE. Darwin, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yep, sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Oh, definitely just a lack of knowledge. I'd never really looked into what it is to be an entrepreneur. I had always thought that there was only one path into the film industry and it was, you know, starting at the bottom and working your way up. Um, you know, eventually I had, you know, some friends point me to resources, you know, you know, four hour work week, that kind of a thing where I was able to kind of like look in and say, oh yeah, well there's actually a, a, a way to make a living for yourself, you know, as an entrepreneur. Love it. What is the best advice you've ever received? There was acting re- advice that I actually received while I was in New York, and I really like it, and it's speak to one person. And I think it, uh, it applies really well to acting and to business. And that's basically, it's so easy when you're acting to kind of like imagine yourself speaking to an audience, but in a, a powerful way, it's much more like interesting and much more intimate to actually imagine yourself speaking to only one person and really direct it and really make it something that's important. No, I love that. And I actually wrote an entire post and created a video around the power of one and how we just, as mm. entrepreneurs, we need to have that one perfect listener, reader, client, mm. whatever that might be. Because then, you know, when we come to one of those 1,000 forks in the road, Darwin, we can look to that one person and we know the direction that we should be taking. And Darwin, do you have a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? You know, for me, that is one of the most important things. I 
really try hard to get feedback when I know that I need it. And, and I think I, I've developed the sense of knowing when it's time to go and get a second opinion. I think that I'm really good at that. I'm really also good at, at deciphering what people say and sort of making sure that it's not something that's just unique to them, but that it actually might point to something universal uh, you know, that I may need to change about my processes. Love that. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? <laughs> it's it's funny that you say like an Evernote because actually I think this thing might actually be related with it. <laughs> um, but I really like Feedly. Um, I uh, you know it, there's so much information on the web and so much of it is junk. I really like being able to sort of like pull a lot of different resources in and you know be able to sort of scan everything all at once. For me, in terms of trying to keep up with analysis in all forms of different world, you know, photography, you know, um, fashion, everything, all kinds of different things, it's a real good way and a real useful tool for me to stay abreast of that which is, you know, like new and current. If you could recommend just one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? I'm going to throw you a curveball and actually say The Fountainhead. Ooh. I, you know, I think it's, you know, in terms of, especially coming from an entertainment perspective, it fires me up creatively every time I read it. And it makes you really passionate about going out and doing a good job and making yourself feel inspired to actually create something that you really think is a genuinely good product. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Darwin, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would probably tr try and, and assemble a team as fast as I could that was based around a creative overlap. Um, you know, I find that that's actually one of the one of the things that draws people together more than anything else is a shared sense of creative accomplishment or, you know, like desire to create something. It's really easy to reach out and find somebody who has similar values and similar aspirations and say, I'll help you, you help me. With that team, you can start offering complex services to people for, you know, um, not a lot of effort and not a lot of money that can end up actually building, you know, and spiraling into something. Because it, to me, again, it's all about people. It's all about community. It's all about support that you draw, derive from other people. So Darwin, let's end today, this interview, literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. In terms of guidance, I just find, again, in terms of like listening to your inner voice, I like to think of that not just in terms of, you know, you have like an instinct inside of you. I also like to think of it in terms of if you find yourself at a place where you're actually getting into a disagreement with somebody consistently, listen to the listen to the words that you're saying to that other person, you know, because I've had like, you know, situations in the past where I argued with people a lot. A lot of times when you argue, listen to the words you're saying to them and then turn it on yourself and say, mm. is that something that I could learn from? And I think that that's been a real game changer for me. And how can we find you? You can find me on my website, firstclassreels.com. 
um, Facebook page, First Class Reels, Twitter at First Class Reels, or you can you know follow me on Twitter at Darwin Carlisle, or you can Google me. I'm, there aren't too many of us out there in the world, and it's pretty easy to find me. <laughs> well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Darwin and myself today, so keep up the heat. And go to eofire.com, type Darwin in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his book, resource, contact information. It's all there. And Darwin, thank you, my friend, for igniting the airwaves today. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Kate and I host a free podcast workshop every week. I know you love listening to podcasts. Now, how about launching your very own show? Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.